superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This, this, this is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's go! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Deshaun Watson has been suspended. Deshaun, he wants to be the best version of himself. Six regular season games and no five. The Rich Eisen Show. The headline from here is simple. It's not enough. Today's guests, NFL Network reporter Tom Pelissero, basketball Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal, Vikings running back Dalvin Cook, plus comedian Paul Verzi. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here in Los Angeles, California. We, I mean, my gosh, there's lots going on in just the last 10 minutes' time. This is the way we're coming on the program here on NBC Sports on Peacock, NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM Channel 85. We say hello to our terrestrial radio listeners coast to coast here. Thanks to our friends at Westwood One and Cumulus, which also distributes our podcast. You can get all three hours of this show on podcast form where all podcasts are required. Thanks to the Cumulus Podcast Network. Our Odyssey app is white hot to the touch as well if you want to listen to us through there. And then YouTube. Our YouTube page has your back on anything that you may miss. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Christopher, how are you over there, sir? I'm trying to keep track of everything that's happening I right know. now. In the last 15 My minutes goodness. as well, DJ Mikey D is nuts. Good to see you over there. That's right. Good to see yes, you. TJ Jefferson you. light the candle because there's a, uh, the, the sports world just had the candle lit. Good to see you, sir. <laughs> Good well, to see you over there. Oh, oh, oh. you got to open gonna, your mic because you have your own control oh, now. Yeah, we got, Careful. You got a player. You got a player. Okay. So uh, about a half an hour ago, word breaks that the San Diego Padres, once upon a time, small market, poor mouth Padres, they couldn't hold on to anybody. They couldn't hold on to anybody. They weren't going to be competing. They didn't know what, I mean, they had Jack, Jack Murphy Stadium. Now they got that beautiful jewel of a spot for the last, who knows, decade plus, right? Amazing stadium. I mean, people in San Diego God, know. So but at any rate, um, and, and now suddenly they're, they're, they're taking. They're not selling, they're taking. Josh Hader, the, the, the uh, Brewers are like, we don't want to pay him. Or we're not going to pay him. Uh, who wants him? Oh, San Diego, you'll pay him. Good. Take him. Trade. Now, Juan Soto and Josh Bell. The, uh, the Nationals like to just ditch a whole bunch of people on uh, Southern California teams. Last year... It was Trey Turner and it was Max Scherzer together to the Dodgers, and they're still there. And that's why we kind of, well, uh, Trey Turner's still there. The Scherzer's now in the Mets. And that's why we kind of have to hold our breath because Scherzer was a Padre for a hot minute around this time last year, and then he was a Dodger. But according to all reports, Juan Soto and Josh Bell are San Diego Padres. And the question might be, well, for who? And my answer is, I don't care. You shouldn't either if you're San Diego. We're, we're learning the compensation right now, slowly but surely. And it um, shouldn't matter. doesn't matter. Because this guy is generationally brilliant. And now, I, I mean, Fernando Tatis taking some batting practice just this week. He's going to come back from his fractured wrist uh, shortly because they're thinking of putting him on a rehab assignment starting this weekend. 
and the Padres are in a playoff position right now. So it looks like in October, the gauntlet of Tatis, Machado, and Soto. That's quite a a law firm. The Machado, Soto, and Tatis Esquires. Back to back to back in a lineup. Mackenzie Gore, they just paid this kid, and he's, see, you're you're a national. Uh, Robert Hassel III, no relation to Thurston Howell III, I don't believe. Nice. Uh, C.J. Abrams, James Woods, I thought he got kicked off of Twitter a while ago. Hey, now. Uh, Jarlin Susana and a player to be named. Doesn't matter, man. Player to be named, Eric Hosmer. It doesn't matter. Looks like he's going. Uh, is that the player? To, is <laughs> he going so. to? I think so, yeah. Reports wow. are saying it's Eric Hosmer, well, the final player. Okay. Poor Hosmer's probably like, I thought I had a shot in another World Series here. Wow. So. Congratulations, Padres fans. You've got yourself a juggernaut in the middle of that lineup. Pitched well, and you got yourself a um, a World Series contender. They're so far back of the Dodgers, you're not going to win the, the division right now. It would take a total collapse by the Dodgers. doesn't matter how many games the, the Padres win. But when uh, rubber meets road in the playoffs, here we go. So Soto's going there, and just when you thought that was the biggest story of the day... Commissioner Roger Goodell sent out a release about discipline and has nothing to do with Deshaun Watson. Nope. I will read to you from the email I recently received on my NFL email account. NFL announces findings and discipline following independent investigation of integrity of the game policy violations by the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, let's not forget the whole to-do that kind of kicked off this crazy-ass year in the NFL as soon as everything kind of died down in the regular season and we're matriculating our way through the playoffs and just after. Brian Flores fired by the Dolphins out of the blue, and then he files suit alleging that the Dolphins had uh, some interesting contact with a star player on a boat and things like that and a three-hour tour (laughs) and, uh, you know, Miami's version of the Gilligan's Island. And uh, the the tiny ship was lost, and that ship was the the Miami Dolphins in apparently as well 2019 when Flores says – that owner, Stephen Ross, offered him $100,000 for every game that he would lose so they could tank for what wound up to be, I guess, Tua instead of Burrow. And according to the NFL, okay, Mary Jo White, former U.S. attorney and SEC chair and a team of lawyers, looked into this. They looked into whether the Dolphins violated league rules prohibiting tampering with a player and a coach under contract to other clubs and whether during the 2019 season the Dolphins intentionally lost games to improve the club's draft position in the 2020 draft. The tampering does indeed involve the two people that everybody's been talking about, a charge led by our friend that kicks off this here, uh, NBC Sports on Peacock, Rondelay every day, and, and Mike Florio. Oh, you bet, the league says the Dolphins had impermissible communications with one Tom Brady. And it started when he was a Patriot. Yo. As early as August 2019 and throughout the 2019 season and postseason, numerous and detailed discussions were conducted by Mr. Beal, 
not not Howard, the famed uh, former, may he rest in peace, UBS news anchor. No, they're referring to a uh, member of the uh, Dolphins minority ownership. Bruce Beal, Dolphins vice chairman and limited partner. They talked to Tom Brady when he's a Patriot, Chris. This had nothing to do at the moment with the Buccaneers. Although they talked to him then, too. Until we look at, <laughs> until we look at the paragraph below, and the Dolphins again had impermissible communications with both Brady and his agent during the 2021 season, and he was under contract to the Bucs. The discussions began no later than early December 2021, focused on Brady becoming a limited partner in the Dolphins and possibly serving as a football executive, although at times they included the possibility of him playing for the Dolphins. And in July of 2020, January 2022, they had impermissible communications with our friend Don Yee, the agent of the Saints head coach, Sean Payton. So the Payton-Brady gambit, according to the NFL, did indeed actually 1,000% happen, and the Dolphins are now being smacked down by it. Tampering violations of unprecedented scope and severity, Commissioner Goodell said. I know of no prior instance of a team violating the prohibition on tampering with both the head coach and a star player to the potential detriment of multiple other clubs over a period of several years. Similarly, I know of no prior instance in which ownership was so directly involved in the violations. So directly involved. Wow. Now, they did say that the Dolphins did not intentionally lose the games during the 2019 season. Nor did anybody, including Mr. Ross, instruct Coach Flores to do so. No witness contended otherwise. The Dolphins competed hard to win every game, including the end of the season when they beat Cincinnati and New England, despite worsening Miami's position in the 2020 draft. Thus, no shot at Joe Burrow. Right? Correct. Kicking off two and on to this very day. During the 2019 season, on a number of occasions, Mr. Ross expressed his belief that the Dolphins' position in the upcoming draft should take priority over the team's win-loss record. It sounds like asking the tank to me. The comments were made most frequently to team president and CEO Tom Garfinkel. Wait a minute. That's no relation to Ray or Art Finkel. Oh. No relation to that Dolphin great. Right? Laces out? Places out. Uh huh. But they were also made to Chris Greer, the GM, Senior Vice President Brandon Shore, and Coach Flores. The comments, which he took to be suggestions that he lose games, troubled Coach Flores, led him to express his concerns in writing. <laughs> writing. Man, he's not messing around, clearly. To senior club execs, each of whom assured Flores that everyone, including Mr. Ross, supported him in building a winning culture in Miami. After this, Mr. Ross no longer made any such comments to Coach Flores. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't need to laugh. Yeah, I bet not. <laughs> he put it in writing. That's a paper trail. One such comment is claimed a claimed offer by Mr. Ross to pay Coach Flores $100,000 to lose games. Ah, now, there are differing recollections about the wording, timing, and context. However phrased, such a comment was not intended or taken to be a serious offer, nor was the subject pursued in any respect by Mr. Ross or anyone else at the club. Yeah, he's just joshing around. You know, and I, I think we should, uh, we should, you know, we should pay more attention to our draft position than actually winning this game. He says to other people in the building, come on. We're not teaching that at the Ross School of Business, are we? 
I mean, he's an old man. He just says Although things. Although that is a transaction. You know I don't maybe, know. That, maybe that is a, a course that they could teach at my alma mater, where his name's all over the place. Hey, that is a business deal. Better to lose than to win. Even when you lose, you win. Isn't that the line from... Uh, Love, Love our ball. Oh, is it? No, no. Or, or even, even if you when I lose, no, no, I win. No, even if you lose, you win. That's, well, that's that, why men can't jump, too. Well, that's actually, that's Raging Bull. That's Joe Pesci, no, to. Uh, I never knew that. It's everybody. You gotta watch Raging Bull. Yeah. So what, what does this all mean? The Dolphins are going to cough up next year's first-round draft choice. See ya. Mm, bye-bye. And then a third-round selection in the 2024 NFL draft. Stephen Ross has got to be out of the building starting now to October 17th, 2022. And he gets a $1.5 million uh, fine. Can't go to any meetings. Kicked off all league committees. Oof. Ah. Until October? Or f- Indefinitely for I the meetings. It, yeah, oh. yeah, man. Does this seem a little light to you guys? Or is it just Dude, me? I mean, well, I mean, uh, you, You're nothing's worse than, than, than forcing someone to uh, sell. I guess he can't do that. And a million and a half dollars is... What's that? Yeah, I mean, it's a mere bag of shells when you're talking about meeting Tom Brady on your yacht. But I get the, it. But it's the max allowed. But it's the max allowed. Yeah. I mean, this is, what, this is what he could do. I mean, what's he going to do? He's took away a, a first-round draft choice. is significant, dude. Good. Even when you lose, I win. That's significant. The, I mean, but I know, but everyone's going to take this and say Deshaun Watson got six games and he got more for tampering. And it's, again, it's a different silo of... of um, Different rules, different, I guess. Different but... rules and a different silo and different precedences. And this is something that Roger Goodell could do. And he's going to have to chime in on, on Deshaun Watson in short order anyway. But, man, he reached – I mean, go on with your bad self, huh? Just reach out to Tom Brady whenever you want. And, by the way, Tom had every chance to go to Miami, didn't he? Right? When he left New England. He had every chance to do it, and he didn't. He went to Tampa instead. Wonder how that one landed on the yacht. And then what did happen when Tom was thinking of retiring? He'll handle it easily by saying, "I, you know, I didn't, I didn't go there." And I'm just talking about the season football questions, please. Does he speak today? I know he spoke yesterday. Jenna Lane pointed out the Dolphins and Bucks have joint practices starting soon. Well, it looks like they had a lot of other joint things going on, unbeknownst <laughs> to the Buccaneers. <laughs> What it seems like to me. This is just yeah, wild. It was a, a Stephen. It was Stephen. It was a Stephen Ross joint. Just like what do you? I mean, come on, man. You're just gonna reach out to. What do you think Bob Kraft thinks about this? By the way, does everyone I mean, in division? In yeah, division, Tom's thinking of leaving. He's thinking of leaving New England. I mean, you're messing with the forces of nature, to use the phrase from Network. He's messing with. Tom Brady's exit from New England? How do you think this lands with Bob Kraft? Does everyone believe now that the, that the Dolphin stuff is true? Does it's, this actually cement it for everyone? Well, they've, they're losing a draft choice. Will they're ESPN gonna, cover this now? I imagine they will forfeit it. Hey, now. To use the phrase that pays up in New England. <laughs> a little oh, different scenario. Word. What are the Dolphins thinking? What are you doing? You're reaching out to Tom Brady's. He's leaving New England saying, hey, how about you come down here? Whoa. Does and Brian then, Flores have a smile on his face today? Well, um, he he's proven it, right. And so then what else in his lawsuit is right? Right. Exactly. Man, he wasn't messing around, firing off letters within that building. And of course, Stephen Ross has got it in for him. If his coach is going to take that stuff and immediately start writing letters and creating a paper trail. 
No wonder uh, Stephen Ross wasn't a, a, a Brian Flores fan, but good for him, man. That's church bells right there ringing on his part. Wow. And I don't know, maybe should Miami have lost two first-round draft choices? One, know, one for each star? Like you're talking about the, the... I mean, who's more tenured? Brady in, obviously, New England since 2000 and the Saints coach since 06? You're just knocking on their doors when they're under contract? Hey, yo, Here's my up? favorite line from this thing, too. Brockman, what up, though? How about this one? Hey. This is, I didn't read this line. I didn't read this line about, about what they did with Sean Payton. Here you go. They contacted Payton about, or Payton's agent, about having Mr. Payton serve as Miami's head coach. Miami did not seek consent from New Orleans to have these discussions, which occurred before Coach Payton announced his decision to retire as head coach of the Saints. Here you go. Following that announcement, Miami requested permission to speak to, Co- to speak to Coach Payton for the first time. And here's the last one. This is, this is it. Which New Orleans declined to grant. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not interested in that. Oh, now, now you're just going to knock on the door, huh? Ding dong. Because <laughs> you don't think they knew that they reached out to Sean? Of course they did. Everybody knows everything in this league because everybody talks. Like some chatty Cathy's in the NFL, right? Oh, man. <laughs> So, those Dolphins New England uh, Patriots games will have an interesting uh, twist to it. Although Stephen Ross, will he be there for the? He won't be there for the opener. Come on, man. I understand all's all's fair in uh, in what love and war that old phrase, but come on, man. Come on. This is awesome. Yep. <laughs> this is awesome. yep. And then Stephen Ross tries to get Deshaun Watson in the middle of all this. Wow. Maybe they'll be better off with him sitting on the sideline for two months. Just get him out and just figure out, like, let Mike McDaniel with all of this other stuff and whatever he might be knocking on the door and saying to executives and causing his coach to create paper trails, just try and play some football games. So that's the latest there. Tom Pelissaro, the NFL Media Group. Perfect timing. He's going to call us in a couple minutes. We were just going to talk to Sean Watson with him, but now there's so much more to talk about. Uh, also on this program, uh, we have Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings, that team that nobody's talking about. The comedian Paul Verzi will be here in studio. He's got a, a hot new Netflix special as well. Premiered uh, this summer, directed by Pete Davidson. And um, and then who better to talk about the passing of Bill Russell? We check in with the great Shaquille O'Neal in hour number two of this program. Chris Brockman's got a news update because there's a lot going on. Trade oh, deadline is later on tonight oh. in Major League Baseball. News a poppin'. Let's take a break. And you can chime in on it too. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial on everything going on here in the sports world. Tom Pelissero and his fantastic hair. And information next on NFL from NFL Network and on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? 
Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. All right. Um, Tom Pelissero will join us shortly on the program. So um, Yeah, tracking him down. Yeah, he's, he's, on, he's, on, uh, he's on call, so he may or may not be able to, to do the uh, Oh, gotcha. On call to right appear now. on the network. So, yeah, he's on, he's on set right now. Capiche. So let me just say, while we're um, waiting for uh, Mr. Pelissero, who will either join us today or, or not, what is happening right now in the league office with Roger Goodell is he's making a, a choice here. The one that I think he wants to do no matter what is raise Sue Robinson, the judges, uh, who, the judge who ruled on Watson's suspension. He'd like to raise the suspension from six games. I, I believe it. Obviously, I don't have any talks. Haven't connected with anybody at 345 Park Avenue in a minute. But the court of public opinion mandates that Roger Goodell do this. And I think Roger Goodell also thinks six games is light. Why would I think that? Because the league asked Sue Robinson for a full year with conditions set that Watson would have to meet in order to get reinstated. So it would be an open-ended suspension. And she went with six games. And if you read her opinion... It looks like it was going to be more than six games right up until she wrote the word six games. (laughs) Yeah. Because Sue Robinson found that Deshaun Watson met the NFL's description in the collective bargaining agreement of what constitutes sexual assault. That she agreed that by all accounts, and she just had four cases placed in front of her out of all of the cases that Watson had placed upon him and knew of the figure of more than 60 masseuses that he had contacted through Instagram. And she agreed that Watson looked on Instagram for masseuses without even checking on these individuals' qualifications 
to massage a star athlete like Watson. And she also agreed that he would, instead of using the usual sheet for draping, a small towel that would be much easier to fall off. I mean, everything that you would assume and believe in reading these accounts of what Watson was doing, she agreed this happened and did not at all ascribe any credibility to Watson's complete denial of innocence, of of this happening and complete claiming of his innocence and that nothing happened untoward, nothing that would constitute a violation of the conduct policy. She came down hard about that, on that. And also said that Watson had predatory behavior. That's why she put in there that he can't get massages by anybody except a club official, somebody who's from the club, any club member of the Browns. That's the only people who can work out the knots. Only Browns-issued Theraguns may be applied You know, so it looks like she's about to bring down a hammer. And then there's a full on conversation I will not bore you with. But clearly, the Players Association made a compelling case that the precedence for nonviolent sexual behavior was just three games based on other people and what they've been suspended for in the past, all using precedence. And she even admitted this is an unprecedented case in terms of the amount of overwhelming evidence and facts that point to Watson deserving more. So she doubled what was apparently the standard for nonviolent sexual behavior and thus six games. I'm really trying to boil it all down and simplify it for you, but... That's where things went from the hammer to six games. And now the commissioner is left with a decision. And many people are just like, bring down the hammer, do it. Well, if he does, then all of the precedents that the judge used to come up with just six games... And part of the precedence is, again, is that it used to be such a mess and the NFL used to change the goalposts as to what somebody can get suspended for this behavior, depending on the way court of public opinion weighed in. And she's mentioned that that's not fair. The Ray Rice case, once upon a time, was just two games. Then it went to six. So the league would like to do away with all that. That's why they collectively bargained to have Sue Robinson and others like her handle this and then always leave something in the hands of the commissioner in case the arbitrator came up with something so off the charts that the commissioner would always have in his back pocket the ability to have control of the situation, which is his right. He's the commissioner of the NFL. So... Does Roger Goodell now come in and say, we don't move the goalposts around here, but I have to step in. And now suddenly 
the new collective bargaining agreement way of doing things still places things in his lap and he still does what he wants to do and the Players Association and others can say this is his gambit all along. And this process is not legitimate. And this winds up in court. And as Albert Breer pointed out, there could be a temporary restraining order placed while this all gets adjudicated and Watson plays football to start the season. As opposed to the six games that you're definitely going to have him sit right now. That's what's being weighed right now in the league office. I think doubling the suspension to 12 games. Hey, Deshaun, you can still play this year. Hey, Browns, your season's not completely over. I mean, all you got to do is just go six and six, right? I mean, and then he comes back. and Or... And then you go ahead and, and, and say, assuming. Would, they, would the Players Association sue because it's in the collective bargaining agreement this is his right to do this? The full, game, the full year, I think, would absolutely uh, bring a lawsuit. And I think the court of public opinion is so significant. I know what my voice, what I've been saying with mine, and I see what others are saying as well. I think it's so significant what's going on that doubling the suspension is the way to go that something has to be done you can't it's not enough six games and then no fine no fine you know i saw what our friend will compton of uh busting with the boys said he's just like what six games like that's a that's a vacation it's nothing everybody's pointing out what calvin ridley's gotten for four figures of parlays on his own team apparently again there's a different silo for each infraction there's a silo for peds there's a silo for competition integrity i believe that's what was the silo in which stephen ross got caught like the end of witness that's the only pop culture reference to a, a silo i can make by the way if you ever saw Witness. I mean, it's a good one. It's a very difficult uh, ending. Spoiler alert. But, so you, you're going to compare and contrast. I'm just telling you that's why more suspensions are more significant than what Deshaun Watson is getting. It's a personal conduct policy. As you just read, just read her, her report, Sue Robinson's report. She's talking about precedents and things. I say, hell with precedents. You're seeing that in the Supreme Court. And do what you need to do and let the chips fall. Because I, I think that's what most consumers of National Football League action and football are asking for. And just one last reminder, too. The league is not a judge and jury court of law. They're, they're not the police and they're not attorneys general. They're the league that's, that has their own policy because it's their own business they're, tr- they're trying to run. If you have a problem, well, Deshaun Watson's getting off scot-free, then talk to the, the, the authorities in Houston who didn't charge him. Talk to those folks. NFL didn't do that. I mean, sometimes it's misplaced uh, anger. And the league's running a business, and so... It, you're running a business and you've got a once upon a time 
dynamite pillar of the community, which, you know, he still can be. I mean, in Cleveland, I assume he is going to still do terrific public works as he did in Houston without the, uh, you know, private works that he was up to. And what he did and what the independent arbitrator agreed he did to me, deserves more than six games and screw precedence. But the league, this is what they're weighing. And I, I, don't, I don't blame them because this is something that was collectively bargained. The commissioner does have the right to do this. Does he want to do this in the first instance with the whole world watching? Does he just want to accept this thing and move on? So at least this is a process that everyone thinks that, you know, is legit, which... Personally, I think is. I mean, they, they, they made their case in front of a bona fide judge who made her ruling that I think isn't strong enough. And he has a collectively bargained right to make it stronger. So that's it. Because I think he should make it stronger. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I'm seeing Tom Pellicero on the air right now. That's what he's up to. Let's go to... Um, Sean in Seattle, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Sean? Hey, Rich, how's it going? Hanging in there. It's on your mind, sir. Um, I just wanted to uh, weigh in on the Deshaun Watson thing, and one of the things you said yesterday and you repeated today is it's not enough. And to me, that raises the question of what is enough? And I just don't know that there's a number of games that he could miss that's going to make me okay with watching him play football. So heaven forbid the Browns are good. Um, I'd hate to have to be put in a situation where, like, they're in the playoffs and I'm skipping playoff games. No, I know, and and I appreciate your 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 having, uh, I guess, uh, a moral uh, uh, question within you. You're already seeing fans yesterday who were like almost knocked over a fence looking for his autograph, and I understand that you can't, you know, spell fanatics without fan in it. And, 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 and clearly the Browns are, are going to start him in week seven if nothing happens, and off we go, and, and thanks for the call. And if anybody sit here thinks it's going to stick with Deshaun Watson forever, it will in the minds of some. But I'll just say this. When Ben Roethlisberger retired and strolled off into the sunset, how many people in the mainstream media were talking about what happened with him in, in Georgia back at the end of the previous decade? I mean, some people were, but not everybody. You know, football games get played, and he wasn't criminally charged, and he serves his suspension with the NFL, which, by the way, last year, I'm also seeing people, well, he didn't play last year. That was his own doing. He told the Texans, I don't want to play for you. And the league, by the way, could have put him on an administrative leave the entire time on the commissioner's exempt list, and he wouldn't have gotten a dime. You know, or the, you actually, wait, you, you, you sit on the list and you get paid. But he, he, he just sat off on the side, and he, it was his doing. And the Texans made it his doing, too. They agreed. You're here. We'll pay you. Just don't come to work if you don't want to come to work. We don't want you here either. Let's go to uh, Brian in Miami. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. What's up, Brian? What's going on, gentlemen? What's going on, man? Chris, TJ, Mike, hey. uh, first time caller, long time listener. Uh, just two quick questions. One, you alluded to Brian Flores being correct on some of his allegations. Do you foresee any other issues coming up with that? 
And second, is it time to just wrap a bow on the Padres winning the World Series this year? Uh, I don't think we're wrapping a bow on that. I haven't even wrapped my bow on the Yankees just yet, to be honest with you. You know, and thanks for the call, Brian. I know I've been having my fun here, but, you know, we're, we're in that part of the season where injuries are hitting and taking their charge. And by the way, Cashman has made some terrific maneuvers. He's held on to the three top prospects in the organization, and he got Ben Attendee from the Royals. And they got Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino. I know. That was big. And, and they got that Efros guy, Scott Efros, from the, from the Cubs, who's got one pitch that breaks from right to left and one pitch that breaks from left to right. It's insane. And um, I, I saw that that uh, video on Twitter where Efros throws this and pitches just go all over the place. Got two arms for the pen, and they got uh, a front-line stud pitcher, and they got a left-handed bat. So I'm, I, I'm not penciling the Yankees in for the World Series yet either. So the Padres have got a long way to go. Look, they're not, they're not winning the division. They're going to have to right. go most likely on the road to start a wild card series unless they they wind up in the the top position in the wild card spot. But, you know, I'm not penciling in the Padres. And in terms of what else for, for Brian Flores, I mean, his lawsuit's still going, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. I do want to ask you about that. I don't know if I want to take a break. I do have a question. Yeah, let's take a break. Uh, okay, I have a question after that. And Stephen Ross has made a statement. So we'll, we'll do on all that. And the uh, NFL Network is... With this breaking news, Pelissero is uh, going to join us uh, either later on today or uh, another day. But uh, two draft picks due to violations of the integrity of game policy, including a first-rounder next year. There will just be 31 first-round picks next year. That's it. How about that? Forfeited. 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 That's it. 844-204-RICH, number to dial as well. Shaquille O'Neal next hour as well. Don't go anywhere on this program. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Chrome Soft, there is a Chrome Soft golf ball that fits your game that is perfect for you. There's four different types of Chrome Soft golf balls that I think you would love and tee it up with. Now that you're playing, TJ, oh boy, we got to outfit you. Mr. <laughs> Golfer, we need to go to Carlsbad, baby. Suddenly you're playing golf, you need a Chrome Soft. You're a beginner, so we'll give you the Chrome Soft. Okay. Yeah. Okay, the Chrome Soft. That's for the widest range of golfers. And TJ says he wants better feel, more distance, and incredible forgiveness. That's all I was thinking. That's it. So Chrome Soft X, that's your next step up. That's excellent spin consistency. When TJ Jefferson comes in and says, Rich, 
<laughs> I need some tour level short game control. Do you have the golf ball for me? I've got a Chrome Soft X for you, sir. What and then, TJ, for- then TJ comes in and says, you know what, Chris? <laughs> I yeah. need a lower spin golf ball and longer yeah. shots with firmer feel, exactly. but still a high yep. spin around the greens. And you'll say, TJ. I'll say, TJ, I got the ball for you. Chrome Soft XLS. Chrome Here Soft XLS. When you add it all up, it's so simple. Chrome Soft is better for the best and better for everyone. Find out which Chrome Soft is right for you at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. I got your back, TJ. Thanks. I appreciate it. Speaking of back, it still hurts. The hell <laughs> go, uh, from, from playing golf? <laughs> Really? Well, uh, between the car wreck and uh, oh, the golf. No. And still. By the way, those two things combine on my golf game. <laughs> Here's what I want to ask you, Rich. Yes, Christopher. How do you think all of this dolphin stuff today makes Tom Brady look? Fine. Really? Because that's not what Twitter is telling me. Oh, please. Twitter wants Tom Brady suspended. That's ridiculous. <laughs> He's the... He's the one being tampered with. But he yeah. was engaging oh, no, no, in no, talks. No. Steve, no? Stephen Ross, you may not talk to me because I'm under contract to the New England Patriots and Bob Kraft. But he's listening. Give me a break. Give me a break. He's listening. I shouldn't listen to you. I shouldn't listen to you at all, Stephen Ross, University of Michigan man. All right, someone who's Give on the radio break, in Boston man. is saying that Brady quit on the Pats in 2019. This is absurd. Tom Brady, you, you Stephen, this is this is wrong. Stephen, you shouldn't talk to me. You shouldn't talk to me. No, 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 no. You shall not talk to me because I'm under contract here in New England. Quit on New England. Give me a break, man. I don't feel that way. I'm just saying. You, you tell are. me who is that? Whoever who, who said that? Which, this which, is uh, which individual this said is, that? Uh, Ken Laird, who's on WEEI. Very good. So give me. Ken needs to show me the plays where he was. He was not. Uh, he was giving up on New England. The one where he threw he, he threw an interception in his final play um, for like, the Patriots. The game was over. I know that. So when you give up, you're like, I'm not going to throw an interception as my last play. I'm not going to add another interception to my playoff list. I'm not going to risk it. The game's over. Why am I going to do that? Honestly, come on, man. That's what happens when somebody gives up, not try to force one in, and, and, and your last throw as a New England Patriot is a pick. Also, like they, they won the Super Bowl in 2018, on, and then in 2019, man. he quits on the team. But the team wasn't that good that year. But he also he was informed beforehand that the contract that you're wins. looking for to, you know, to keep you here, you're not getting. So Stephen Ross knocks on his door. No, we, we cannot talk. Well, you're going to blame the person who's being tampered with? He's taking the phone calls. The... Are you kidding me? I don't know. I mean, I've been involved in so many negotiations where I'm not supposed to hear from somebody, and you know, okay. come on, man, you're supposed. You, I just no, think it's fair future, to wonder how future. this makes Tom Brady look. I think it makes him look like a businessman who's be answering phone calls that were, shouldn't have been placed to him. What's he supposed to be doing? No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm a New England Patriot, sir. You may not contact me. Don't do that. That's against the rules. The owner of the, the Dolphins should not be calling the all-time great of the Patriots. How does that sound? So what? So I mean, that's anybody, true. anybody who's being tampered with is now, is, now, is now subject to scorn? I mean, one you call, know, yes. Know. Do we know how many calls? How many times no was idea. he actually tampered with? You know I have what no mean? idea. I mean, you take one call, hey, we have a conversation. What do you think about coming to Miami? Yeah, you probably shouldn't call me about this. You shouldn't. Maybe he said that to him. Prank caller, prank caller. You know, like he showed up on the boat, though, huh? <laughs> I mean, he's on the boat. I mean, 
Everybody loves a boat. So Brady shouldn't be Brady should not be looking out for himself and should not be answering calls that it's on incumbent upon the caller to not make. Is that what I'm understand? Everybody who's out there under contract in their business should not receive phone calls from anybody who wants to contract them for their services because it's tampering uh, in in the world in which they uh, they work. Is that what I understand? Caller is worse than the callee. Callers making the call. We don't know how many calls were placed to Brady during 2019. It seems like there's a lot. Forth, like he, I mean, they did it twice. They did it when he was with New England and with the Bucs. Everybody knew Brady. You, you knew Brady wasn't staying, right? 2019? I told you guys he wasn't retiring either. Yeah. True. Well, he had apparently greater plans. I don't know how that, by the way, I don't know how that was going to work. What, like, we'll make this plan on the boat. Sean, you're going to come and coach us. And Tom, you're going to come and quarterback us. And then you'll get a piece of the team. We'll make this deal, and then then we'll go to the Bucks and the Saints and say this is what these guys want. Here we'll we, figure out we compensation. Illegally, we illegally arranged all this. Cat's now out of the bag. It's a fait accompli. You now need to. What compensation do you want from us? Oof. And 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 my compensation, if I was uh, one of the other teams, would be to um, get somebody to serve papers on another. Where are you going to be around 12 o'clock? I'm going to send somebody over to your house with my answer, and they will be legal papers thrown at them. You've been served. Or you call up the commissioner and say, what's going on? How do you feel about it? You're the Patriot fan. You have a Uh, problem with Brady answering a phone call or dealing with Stephen Ross to see if he'll go to the Miami Dolphins, which, by the way, when he had, 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 hold on a second, when he had the opportunity to do it, did he do it? No, he went to Tampa. That's correct. Because they're a better team. That's right. They're a better team than New England. I think it was clear during 2019 that Tom wasn't coming back. Right. So hey, man, last 20 year, years and six rings, he can do whatever he wants. Last year, did he give up on the Bucks? No, they were down 27 to 3. Yeah, and then what did he do? Tied the game, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Right, uh-huh. <laughs> right. So I guess if he's being tampered with by Stephen Ross in a season... And this individual in Boston says he gave, that that's an indication that he gave up on New England. Then I guess his MO is to give up on the team while he's being tampered with by Stephen Ross, right? Did that look to be the case in Tampa last year? No, but if no. it's from the get-go, no. Tampa was a two-year stop before he went no. to Miami. And you know who the person should be most upset by all this is? Well, Mike McDaniel and Tua? Yes, sir! <laughs> yeah. Salty Tua. If I'm Tua, I will go to Stephen Ross's house and say, let's have it out, brother. Let's have it out. You're the, you're, you're, you're the football expert, huh? So let's have it out. Let's have it out. What do you got against me? Like, what's your, what, what, what eye well, in the sky are well, you seeing? He's not Tom Brady. And not Deshaun Watson, huh? And I think that's fair. He's not. Or As a you, football player. you drafted him. You wanted to tank enough games to go get me. You got me. Well, because they didn't think Justin Herbert was any good. Or they were maybe trying to tank for Burrow. I don't know. But if I'm too, I'm like, what, what gives? Okay, so I'm working my ass off. I don't know if you heard, but I broke my hip. I rehabbed. You drafted me anyway. I, I, don't, I don't know if you heard, but Tyreek Hill thinks I'm the most accurate passer in the league what gives 
I got to look over my shoulder for Brady next year as a 46-year-old? Is that what's going on? Just tell me. Or he can't have that conversation with him because uh, he's out until October 17th. That's if I'm two, that's what I'm having. You know? Hey, Stephen Ross, what's up? So, uh, it's wild, man. What a league. The narrative-generating machine that is the National Football League. So, Shaquille O'Neal next hour here on the Rich Eisen Show to talk about the passing of Bill Russell. We haven't haven't caught up with Shaq in a while. Dalvin Cook is going to join us from the... Minnesota Vikings, the comedian Paul Verzi in studio. He uh, He's a diehard New York sports fan like uh, you and I, Mike Del Tufo. Although you got the jersey in you. Can't quit Rutgers. I understand. <laughs> Rock, I hate Rutgers. They didn't let me I in understand. the school. That's how we're rolling. It's hour number two. They didn't let me in. Did Mr. Pelissero call in? Yeah, we got two minutes with Tom, a new I segment mean, on Tuesday. Two minutes with Tom. I mean, I mean, you're there, Tom Pelissero? You're there? Rich, it's been a long couple of days. <laughs> dude, dude. So, are you? I, I, I don't know. Are you? You're not free at the top of the next hour. I imagine you're. You're. You're locked in NFL Network. Top of the next hour, right? We're, we're doing some TV at the top of the hour, but later on next hour, uh, we potentially could talk more. Okay, I think I'd like I, to do that. I can't summarize the past two days. Ninety seconds here. No, I know. <laughs> yes, in in fifty seconds, tell me about Deshaun Watson and Stephen Ross. Go. No, you know what I mean? That's that's absurd. So uh, here's the deal, Tom. Um, you know, during the commercial break, I'll text you and I'll see if we can have you on today. If not the today, then tomorrow. This this stuff is still as fresh as possible. All righty? Sounds great, Rich. All right, it's Tom Post, everybody. Give him a round of applause for just being a guy who wants to make his appointed round. He's a good man. His hair is perfect. His hair is perfect. Yeah. Like the the werewolf of Detroit. There you go. Okay, so Hosmer is not in the deal and it's still getting done. Yeah. <laughs> He said no, I, and they're course. still doing the deal. Yeah. That's the latest there. Good for him, because you know what? He'd be like, I'm not going. So you tell Juan Soto, who thinks he's coming here. You already informed everybody. You already called people up from the minor leagues, Washington. You figured out someone else to throw in. And I'll stay here in San Diego, and I'll win a World Series with you. Good for you, Eric Cosmer. Where to stand your ground. Plan B, right? Ken, little Ken Bone Plan B. You know? This is just, what a day. <laughs> what a day. None of this was happening about an hour and a half ago either. Nope. That's why we're on the air live to react. So the to. red sweater is Plan B. There you go. <laughs> Whoever's coming Ken in Bone. instead of Hosmer is the red sweater of this deal. Yeah. What do you got? This feels See, like this feels like March when... He'll get better. This feels like March when... like TJ a second. This feels like March when... All those football trades. Hell, it happen. is a hell going, going on like Tuesday. It's a hell going on Tuesday. Yeah. It's a hell going on Tuesday. That must mean the NFL's back. There you go. The Stephon Diggs tweet of March 23rd, 2022, when we learned Tyreek Hill says, I'm out, and the Jets and Dolphins suddenly have fully formed deals for him, and he decides to join the Dolphins. We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, by the way, we've got oh. a great uh, Belichick press conference moment of the day. Too. So wild. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Shaquille O'Neal next hour. I'm going to text Tom Pelissero, see if he can join us.